minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome into a Saturday edition of a Pack a Day Podcast, wherever you may be. And however you may be listening, thank you so much for making us part of your day today. My name is Nick Schmitz, and I will be taking you through this podcast today, Saturday. And uh, hopefully you are able to watch some college football today. Go Bucky, Badger fan here. Not sure who you're rooting for as a college team, but football is back nonetheless as a whole. College, we've had our first professional game now, and... I got to say, feels good to be 1-0 and before anybody else has even played a game. So congratulations to us, Packer fans, and to the team, Matt LaFleur, Aaron Rodgers, going on the road and getting a division win to start the Rodgers-LaFleur era. That is awesome, and I know you're all so very excited and happy about that. So that is great. Let's jump into some news, though. Not necessarily related to the Packers, but something that is definitely worth talking about because it's important. You probably, by the time you are hearing my voice say this, are aware that the Oakland Raiders have released wide receiver Antonio Brown. And I know what some of you are thinking. Should the Packers consider signing Antonio Brown? Just, this is the easiest way to put it. Nay. So if you didn't follow any of that, as that was a bunch of different languages, we'll just put the Antonio Brown signing to the Packers in very simple terms. No, it's a dumb idea. Moving on. Going back to Thursday night, lots of thoughts, lots of feelings, right? 10-3 victory, and it wasn't the game that many of us expected, right? 10-3, certainly not anything that we were hoping for. New offense, new coaching styles, Lots of lots of new for the Packers, offense and defensively. And 10 points from Aaron Rodgers seems very low. Not what we were necessarily hoping for, but at the same time, can you really be all that surprised given that it's a new offense that not only has Aaron Rodgers not run before, but a lot of these players are learning right along with Aaron. So... The first quarter, let's just let's just put it like this. First quarter, let's just not talk about it. It was bad. We can all agree. We don't have to analyze the first quarter. It took them a little bit of time to get going. And to be fair, that's really not all that surprising. I was more surprised at how bad it looked 
in the first quarter than the fact that it didn't look like what we thought it would. Like, you, you can't be surprised that it looked rusty. How bad it looked was different, but they eventually got it going. And, you know, this is, this is something, guys, that's going to take some time. It's just the reality of it. It's going to take a few weeks for them to totally get into the rhythm, the groove, you know, and not only is it as much the players learning how this offense runs, how it works, all the intricacies of it, but some of it is Matt LaFleur as well balancing being the head coach on the sideline because even though Matt LaFleur is the play caller, for the offense, he is still the head coach, which means he has responsibilities far beyond just calling the plays. So some of it's going to be just Matt LaFleur balancing being that head coach, calling the plays, kind of everybody getting into a groove, right? It's going to take a little bit of time. So don't be alarmed. Also, another thing, I mean, it's it, the Bears defense is still really good. I mean, it. it don't discount the Bears' defense as part of the reason why the offense only scored 10 points. Now, if you are a Bears fan, you're probably steaming because how many – like, it's not good for the league if Aaron Rodgers can say, I only have to score 10 points to beat you. Now, obviously, the Bears' offense is not the best. They're going to face better quarterbacks, better offenses throughout the season. But just think about the defense for a second in terms of – Aaron Rodgers put up 10 points through four quarters, and that was enough to beat an NFL team. Most times, if you're a team holding Aaron Rodgers to 10 points, how, how are you not winning that game? So defensively, we should all be, and I know you are all very excited about how good the defense looked, and it was, it was a lot of fun to watch, and... But it's weird because I don't know how you guys felt during the game, but when I was watching, especially the fourth quarter, I was just waiting for the defense to blow the game because that's what we're used to seeing. We're used to seeing, you know, okay, don't bend, don't bend, but don't break. And, you know, then the fourth quarter comes along and they can't stop a nosebleed, right? And you kind of saw it on that drive that Adrian Amos ended up with the interception in the end zone. That was the best drive the Bears had put together all all night. And that's kind of when I thought it was going to happen in the turnover. Spectacular. I don't know if ironic is technically the right word, but uh, just very cool that Adrian Amos was the player to get the interception. Um, but the one thing I want to focus on, and you can let me know whether you agree or disagree, the one thing that really stood out to me Thursday night in the game that looked different from last year and what his reasoning behind why it is we probably will never know for sure but the one thing that I noticed from Thursday night's game that was really kind of interesting to me was the way that Aaron Rodgers played the entire game and it really stood out to me on the only drive that they scored a touchdown the touchdown pass that he threw to Jimmy Graham was was a jump ball, plain and simple. He he threw it up for Jimmy Graham and basically said, Jimmy Graham's big, strong, and I'm trusting that he's going to go get it. It's a play to me, though, that I feel like 
last year's Aaron Rodgers would have thrown that ball out of the back of the end zone. I could be wrong, but just from what we saw from Aaron last year, last season, that seemed like a play that he would have just thrown the ball out of the back of the end zone and said, we'll try it again the next down. And he kind of did that throughout the night where he made passes that, and again, it's, it's a good thing, but it's just it's it's just it kind of it 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 had la- Thursday night had a very different feel than any game from last year because Aaron last year threw a lot of balls out of bounds just throwing the ball away and you know there's speculation as to why he was doing that all of last year I I don't want to talk about that necessarily but I I think it is worthy of note that there's something very different about this year, whether he likes the play calling, whether he feels like he has something to prove, whatever it is, he had quite a few passes throughout the night. Uh, another one I can think of was in the, I think it was in the fourth quarter, he scrambled out and he threw a back shoulder pass to Mercedes Lewis and, and Mercedes, it, it was incomplete, but it it was a very tight windowed ball and he just seems to be trying to not necessarily make plays that aren't there, but it seems like he's willing to put the ball out there a little bit more. And I think that's a good thing because there was a lot of frustration last year. I know many of you had that frustration of Aaron just throwing balls away. And whatever, like I said, whatever the reason, I don't know, but that's, that's the one thing of Aaron Rodgers that stood out to me Thursday night was he seemed to have a little bit more willingness to try to fit balls into certain tight windows that I don't think we would have seen last year. And the Jimmy Graham touchdown pass to me was absolutely the one that I figured last year's Aaron Rodgers would have thrown out of the back of the end zone. So that being said, I don't know, maybe it was just, it was, the opening game, I don't know. Maybe that won't be a consistent trend. Only time will tell, obviously. But it just interesting to kind of note, he seemed like he was taking a few more, I don't want to call them necessarily risks, but you know, he seemed, and maybe it's just trust. Maybe some of it is he's been working with Jimmy Graham now for two years. Mercedes Lewis, this is the second year. You know, maybe it is just a trust issue of he trusts them more now, but just something that stood out to me, I thought was very interesting. The, uh, the, the trust that he seemed to have. And another play that kind of stood out to me as far as a play that really kind of changed the game was their, their last scoring drive in the fourth quarter. Trevor Davis was the only receiver in the game when they were backed up on the five-yard line. Now, granted, Trevor Davis was wide open on that play, but quick drop back, got the ball out, got him out of trouble. Those are things that we need to see Aaron Rodgers do. And one thing that I really am hoping that Aaron Rodgers learned from Thursday night is that he doesn't have to play hero ball anymore. He shouldn't have to. This defense is good enough now or, well, through one game at least anyway. You can only hope that it continues. But as of right now, he should feel comfortable like that he doesn't have to make every play, that he can – it's okay to punt. Not that you want to, but it's it's okay instead of trying to make some miraculous hero play – 
it's okay to punt the ball away and let your defense get the ball back for you. So that's kind of what I'm hoping to see from Aaron. But moving forward, too, as far as the concerns for the offense, again, not what we were all totally hoping for. I don't think it looked bad by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't necessarily what we were all expecting. And again, when you look at some of the defenses they play in the first five weeks, they just got done with Chicago. Now they've got Minnesota. Minnesota's got a great defense as well. Then they follow that up with Denver. Denver's got a great defense. They've got great pass rushers as well. Then you have Philadelphia right after that, and Philadelphia's got a good defense. And then immediately after that, you have Dallas on the road, and that's a great defense. So some of it needs to be kept in perspective of they're playing Green Bay starting the season with some really good defenses with some really talented pass rushers that will be coming after Aaron. So give it a couple of weeks. Don't, don't totally freak out. Don't totally panic if it's, if it's not looking like an explosive fireworks show. It's not going to – I don't think it's ever going to look don't, – don't have the expectations of having it look like the Chiefs from last year. I don't think, I don't think you're going to get that. I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. But I, 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 I don't think they're going – I think they're going to score more than 10 points next weekend against Minnesota. But just know that it, the first five weeks, they're, they're going to be tested offensively because they're going up against good defenses. So a combination – of great defenses and a combination of everybody still just trying to learn the offense, try to figure things out, it's going to be a little bit of, of work. So, you know, don't don't totally jump overboard if it's not, you know, if they're not putting up 35, 36, 37, 38 points. And the other thing is, too, is something that we can all take some solace in. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to do that anymore. Like, if Aaron Rodgers can get to... 24 to 28 points a game like if if you can score that many now granted in the NFL that's that's you know that's pretty good anyway but Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to score 35 points anymore that defense solid have faith in that defense there's a lot of good that's going to come out of that side of the ball and I think for the first time since the Super Bowl run back in 2010 we're going to actually enjoy watching this Packers defense play football Preston and Zadarius Smith are awesome, and a lot of the things that I loved seeing from them that we hadn't seen from as as this is not me banging on Clay Matthews, but a lot of what I saw from when I watched Clay Matthews was with certain read options, he would just kind of guess at where the ball was going and hope that he was right. A lot of what I saw from Preston and Zadarius Smith uh, Thursday night against plays like that they really stayed home and they watched for where the ball was going and that is that is refreshing to see that they're just not guessing where the ball is going to be going but they're 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 waiting out the play seeing where it's going and then attacking the ball that's really exciting it was a lot of fun to watch so again it's going to take some time it's it's not going to be perfect it it's it there's a little bit a little bit of groove to get into. And the defenses they're playing, it's not going to necessarily help matters as far as learning it and scoring points and everything. But again, offensively, 
I still be optimistic, still be excited. It's one game. Again, it, there's so much we can take away from one game, but there's also so much that we can't take away. I tweeted about this before the game. Last year, the Bears started off the season by losing a road divisional game in spectacular fashion. We all remember that game. The Bears went on to finish the season 12-4 and four and won the division. My point being is, is there's a lot we can take away from week one, but it doesn't necessarily mean that week one defines how the season's going to go. The offense is going to get better. There's going to be weekends where the, where the defense maybe doesn't play as well as it did Thursday night. There's going to be Sundays where J.K. Scott doesn't punt like he did, and he was probably the MVP of the game for the Packers. So we can take away good things, we can criticize the bad things, but ultimately you can't really – we're not going to be able to make a definitive decision about this offense, about this team, until maybe week five or week six. So give it time. Enjoy the win. It's a big one. They – as many of you probably have already noticed or noted yourself, the Packers have already, through one week, matched their division wins from last year and their road wins from last year. Through one week. That's exciting. That's good. And it's good to get those wins in. And so enjoy the victory. It's it's awesome. It's fun. And that's how it should be. So enjoy the win. Don't go overboard on what happened or what didn't happen. It's going to take some time. They're going to get there. This team's going to look completely different come November and December, and hopefully for the better. So with that in mind, just one last reminder before I wrap up with you guys today here. Please, please, please remember this. If you're going to have a conversation about potentially signing Antonio Brown, Please, it's not a good idea for anyone. All right? All right. With that said, thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, and make sure that you follow the podcast on Twitter, at Packaday Podcast, and make sure that you go through and follow all of the contributors to Packaday Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, at SportsMitty. And yes, now that the season has started, you'll probably see me tweet a little bit more. I don't really do so in the off season, as Jacob Westendorf will always point out. I'm not that great of a follow, but that's neither here nor there. Also, thank you, Jacob and Maggie, for filling in for me on Wednesday. I really appreciate you guys doing it without me. I'm feeling much better. Uh, new married life stress, all that kind of stuff, I think, came to a head for me. So glad to be back on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend. Enjoy college football today. Make sure that you tune in and watch the NFL tomorrow. Keep an eye on that Vikings-Falcons game. That's going to be a big one. We get 10 days now to prepare for the Vikings next weekend, and hopefully they're coming to Lambeau with an 0-1 record. So with that being said, thanks so much for listening, everyone. And as always, Go Pack Go!